Swamiji, what do you think about astrology? Well, this whole universe is tied together. In my last talk, I mentioned that this whole universe is God's consciousness. It's his dream. And so everything is conscious. Even the rocks are conscious. There are uh, laws involving the whole universe. And uh, as A.E., the famous um, Irish poet, said, I move my hand and there's movement in a distant star because of that. Science has found that when an electron moves, it's, it's dual moves no matter how far away it is in space. And so everything being tied together, there are influences. And some of those influences do come to us from the stars. And in ancient times, they have worked out what those influences are. It doesn't mean that you should be um, a prey to them, that is to say, a slavish, obey them slavishly if you're horoscope says you should do so. But nonetheless, there are influences there. And uh, common sense isn't enough. I think it matters like this. It pays to say, what do people who are really wise tell us? People who are wise say that there is truth to it. Therefore, I listen to them. I wouldn't listen if they didn't say it. So I have to say that um, it's not just common sense that may enables me to, or that empowers me to say this. It's the fact that people whose wisdom I trust have pointed out that there are such influences. But as I look at it, for example, in my horoscope, there's a woman astrologer in, in uh, Germany who whenever my name comes up, she says, I don't know how we can stand it. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had, uh, usually they say that a grand cross is difficult. It's much nicer to have um, um, trines, is that what they call them? I don't remember. Anyway, I say that's good because it gives you a challenge. It makes you strong. And so an easy horoscope is not not a challenging horoscope. And a horoscope that is not challenging doesn't make you strong. Therefore, yes, these I've written a book called Your Sun Sign as a Spiritual Guide. And I've shown how each sign does have certain qualities in common. You and I both share the sign of Taurian. Well, that shows a certain stubbornness, and I sometimes think you're too stubborn. But uh, nonetheless, stubborn as a mule is the way I put it. But (laughs) nonetheless, these influences are there, and we can use them to our advantage. There's no disadvantage that can't be turned to positive ends. Swamiji, is there an inner astrology as well as an outer astrology? Yes, there is. The the inner astrology is your response to soul qualities. Your response, you might say to the angels, if you want to put it that way. Higher influences of God that influence you to become strong, to become pliable, to become kindly, all these things. In other words, we are not, as we appear to be, separate egos. People say, do I have free will? You do not have free will. The only free will you have is to go toward God or turn away from Him. But apart from that, you're on a fence. If you go in one direction, it's toward Satan and the pull of delusion. 
you go toward God, and His grace gradually saves you. But it's His grace that does it. Yoga is a science that helps you to evolve, but it cannot presume to change you. What it does is open the curtain so that the Son of God's grace can come in. But it's very important to understand that everything that we are, we receive from higher and or lower sources. Yogananda said in Autobiography of a Yogi that a per, a thoughts are, individ, are, not, are universally, not individually rooted. A person cannot think his own thoughts. He can only transmit thoughts that are there, and he transmits those thoughts that are on the level of consciousness that he is on. For example, many, many years ago, when I was about 22, I fell into a deep mood, and I tried to argue my way out of it, and all my reasoning, because reason supports feeling, all my reasoning supported why I had a right to be in that mood. This world was no damn good. <laughs> and I thought, well, now, I said to my subconscious tendencies, boys, do we like this? And they said, no, we don't like this. I said, well, what are we going to do about it? I said, well, they said, well, we've got to do something. So I said, all right, let's just meditate. So I put, sat down and I put my mind very strongly here. And it's five minutes is all it took. The mood completely vanished. I changed my level of consciousness and the thoughts that were coming in then were forgiving, understanding, accepting, all those things. But it depends on the level of consciousness you're on. So don't think you're being honest to yourself if you um, emphasize your negative thoughts just because you're being negative, saying, i got to be true to myself. That is not yourself. Be true to your higher self by inviting those higher influences into yourself. You are a battleground, and you have to try to side with the higher forces, not with the lower. All these things are important to understand and make it clear why astrology is a good science as long as you don't take it passively. Swamiji, do the chakras correspond with the Yes, planets? yes, of course. With the, with the planets, well, I suppose they do, yeah. Is it a helpful science to study, Swamiji? I don't think so. I think people who have that tendency should do it. I don't think everybody should do it. For one thing, what astrology does is tend to make people judgmental. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's that type. And uh, nobody's that type. Mm -hmm. You can overcome any type you like. But I know um, this one astrologer, uh, she fell spiritually because of her astrology. And she kept saying, he's this type, he's that type. You don't have to be that type. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, you're a reflection of higher influences. It's easy to misunderstand the science. I'd say leave it alone. What about Western astrology versus Vedic? Western astrology is better for character. Indian astrology is better for prediction. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Swamiji, does it, does it make sense to look at astrology as a different kind of weather forecast uh, instead of just whatever the temperature is going to do or the rain or the sun is going to do, 
What will the oh, influence? I, it makes good sense. Why not? Yeah, I think that's fine. Yoga but no. then you can wear a raincoat when it's raining, or stay indoors, or yeah. Yeah. turn on the sun lamp, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just wondered if, um, by knowing, sort of, some of these things could come intuitively, I suppose, as one is is a little more evolved. One feels, oh, I. It feels today like I shouldn't be doing this, or um, this period of my life is changing some, some new... I do think there's truth to it. I think people can go overboard with it, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people um, coming downstairs to go out, out to town tripped over a carpet and decided that that meant that they shouldn't go out. That's ridiculous. We should use our own will. But it's helpful as a tool of self-study. It's helpful to be sensitive to the possibility. I would rather put it that way. Well, it seems like a lot of nonsense also passes. If you look in the newspaper, I don't know how much truth you'll find in the column there. Well, none. Except one time it said you will travel, and that day I was scheduled to go to another country. <laughs> but I don't think that you can really count on it. What did Sri Teshwar say about wearing an astrological bangle? Well, he, that's why I have these rings there. The Saturn is for, this is for Saturn, the sapphire, and yellow sapphire is for Jupiter, and this is for Mercury, and uh, these are good things to wear. Uh, they should be two carats or more, actually two ratis, which is a little less than uh, two carats, but Carrots is easier for us to understand, and uh, they should touch the skin. So these are spiritual raincoats? Yeah, right. Swamiji, what do you feel from, the, from wearing them? I feel a certain power from them. It's beneficial. I, I think that part of my thing is that I have to work so much with the public, it helps me mm -hmm. in that sense. And as a tool for self-study, astrology can be a good thing to understand ourselves. I think so, but I'm leery of getting too much into it. I, I'd rather concentrate on me than on my reflection. The mirror might be clouded, it might be distorted, Swamiji, is it, would it be correct to, Nirmala was asking about inner versus outer astrology, would it be correct to say that the universe is our body, that the universe it is... It would. We are a part of the universe. And it's interesting, but the truth is center everywhere, circumference nowhere. Yogananda in his poem Samadhi, in his chapter, I should say, in Autobiography of a Yogi, on, which contains that poem, he said, I cognized the center of this Empyrean, this whole universe, as a point of intuitive perception in my own heart. Actually, there's no space at all. There's no time at all. It's all a delusion. So when you go in, you know, if you have a field of ice, it would be very hard to break through. But you go through one little point, drill at one center, you can break through into the water underneath. And so if you can go through in your own little ego, through the feelings of your own heart, you can get to the center of everything. 
It's difficult to really understand our own self, though. That's the issue. Yogananda said, is it so easy to find, to, to, to see through this little thing? Of course it isn't easy. Why would, uh, would a good playwright make the plot easy? <laughs> it has all these um, red herrings he draws over the path and so on. Certainly it's difficult. That's why it takes many lifetimes to break through. That's why it helps very much to go to a true teacher rather than a false one who can tell you all sorts of things that may end up getting you more and more into delusion. But a true teacher will see what you need, not just what is generally good, but what is right for you to overcome your particular weaknesses. And uh, even then it's hard. Yes, it's hard. You've been going for many incarnations. It'll take time to find perfection. That is our goal.